You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 139 of Teach Better Talk. My name is Ray Hewart, and as always, I'm with my patient co-host, Jeff Gargas. Very patient. You are very patient. Yeah. You know, that word was submitted by our guest today, Suzanne Daly, who will get to her amazing podcast recording in just a little bit, but um, she thinks you're patient not only because you've been supportive for her um, but you guys tried to go live on Facebook <laughs> the conference and I heard it was a disaster. That's all I'm saying. It was it like we had all kinds of tech issues. She, we, she tried multiple devices. We finally got connected. We actually went live for like 15 minutes and we realized it didn't actually publish. Aww. It looked like it, like on our end, on the back end, everything looked good, but like it wasn't actually going through cause something was wrong with the internet connection or something. So like, we it was just and we I think we it was bad it was bad we tried to do it again and we had a little bit of an issue we kind of threw our hands up fast for that time but that first night yeah it was tough uh, so I guess I was I guess we were patient I don't remember how I reacted um I must have been patient I must not have been throwing stuff like I normally would well I appreciate has it. done <laughs> a lot with the team I mean she not only tried to go live with you and dealt with that chaos but she also presented at the teach better conference 19 and she has started uh blogging with us yeah which is like super awesome so can i kind of share how this all started do you mind yeah let's yeah let's dive into that okay so i met suzanne at the teach better conference and you cannot listen to suzanne or even just see her without seeing the positivity like radiate out mm-hmm. of her skin like she's one of those people that walks around and she looks like she's glowing because she's <laughs> smiling and just oozing creativity. Um, and so I asked her once I learned a little bit more about her at the conference and got to chat with her a bit, I was like, I want to be closer with you. I want to learn more about you. And so we scheduled this phone call and she has this passion for like supporting teachers, pursu- t- like teachers pursuit of being happier. And I know that sounds kind of like simple, but it's such an important concept right now with, you know, self-care and teacher wellness that it sparked her now creating this blog series of Teach Happier. And I just think that she is one of so many bloggers right now who are contributing such valuable content and expertise that I just, I feel like we need to celebrate them more. I don't know. We just gave them like badges and all that stuff to kick off the year, but it's just so fun to celebrate the the educators that are contributing and sharing their story, you know, through a blog platform. So why don't let's let's do that now. Then why don't we why don't we highlight you want to give some shout outs to a few of our, our guest bloggers? I mean we have a ton of them. What's what about that? You sure. Think? So um you want to go back and forth or do you have a bunch that you want to highlight? Yeah, let's go back and forth. That sounds okay, fun. You can't pick the people I want to highlight. Well, I'll do my best not to, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shout out Kendall Lawson. She has um, blogged for us a few separate times. She was also part of our winter break blog series that we did for the holidays. And she's a teacher in Illinois. So you know that I love my Illinois people. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shout out Matthew Joseph. Ooh. Uh, He's been blogging with us for a while now. Um, He was one of the first... uh, guest bloggers that we ever had on, I think. And he's been blogging with us since then. Um, and always, I mean, always top-notch stuff. I, I, he actually, I think he just had one out, I think t- 
today, maybe? Yeah, today. Today? Yeah. Um, about productive struggle and, and stuff. So Matt's always got good stuff. I love Jacqueline Goodburn. She constantly puts out just new things to think about. And her blogs are just always a must read on my list. And she is an educator and does a lot of PD for staff. And I just always love her insight. All right. I'm going to shout out uh, my dude, Jeremy Wrinkle. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome educator from Indiana. Yeah. He's in Indiana. He's in Indiana. Um, and uh, does a lot with, he's part of the winter break series. He did one on, on self-care and fitness, but he's also does a couple, he's done one, I think maybe two, some cool ones on utilizing TikTok to engage with his students and build relationships more. He has a really cool, he's a big music guy. So he's done some stuff like his whole thing is teaching like Woodstock. It's a really cool concept. Uh, so shout out to Jeremy as well. Yeah. His blogs are always good. And they're always about, mm-hmm. I mean this in a good way, but like they're always about things that I have not thought about at all. Like he always brings out ideas that I'm connected to. And then when you read his thought process, mm-hmm. it really challenges your thinking on that. So I really enjoy his. Um, what about new principal that is blogging with us? Brian Faulkner. He is yeah. wrote his first blog with us. I hope he does more, but um, exciting to get, you know, both educators from the classroom, educators and administration roles, educators and consulting roles. He's a great one uh, that I was glad to see him on our list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how about Whitney Schultz? Uh, she's done. She's been going with us for a couple months now, and done quite a few out there. Uh, she's done some talk on uh, on self care, um, part of the the winter series. She's talked about sort of working with and and, and modifying your lessons and in, in your teaching and and creating accommodations for diverse learners. She's got some really cool stuff. So excited for her to continue uh, blogging with us even more. So. Okay, can I give a shout out to a blogger that just started with us, but I think he'll have more coming in 2020? Sure. All right, George Valenzuela is a blogger that just started writing with us and his blog like just published at the end of 2019 to kind of like end that year and wrap it all up. But I think, Jeff, I think he might be starting a blog series with us for 2020. He might be. We'll see what happens. Just a rumor. Just a rumor. So, all right. Um, well, let's wrap it up. Let's do one, maybe one more each. Okay, one more each. I just choose one out of this entire list here. Yep, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a shout out to Karen Evans. Uh, she's oh. been blogging with us for a while. Always great stuff. Um, a lot of different uh, topics that she covers, which I love. So excited about uh, Karen to continue working with us as well. Oh man, picking a final one. I want to tell you, I have like 20 more that I could list off. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to go Aubrey Jones. Um, one mm. of my favorite blogs that she wrote was called The Balance Game. Like it was all about yeah. balancing life and I really enjoyed that one. And so Aubrey Jones, always creating good content for us. Awesome. I love it, man. We love the, uh, so we're so, I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we were able to trick all these amazing educators into to sharing stuff, but I'm just so happy that they're able to, to Sharon and, and that so many other educators are able to come and learn and grow with them because there's just some awesome people. Absolutely. So super excited about that. So uh, one of those, like as you mentioned, is Suzanne Daly, who is our guest for this podcast. Uh, so not only is she doing an awesome series on our over on our blog, which is really, really cool, um, but she's also an amazing instructional coach, an amazing educator. So she is an instructional coach in the Central Bucks School District. Uh, it's the third largest school district in Pennsylvania. She will tell you that she has the best job in the world. Uh, which I love it. She supports a a massive amount of teachers and students. Uh, She's nationally board certified. Uh, She's a fellow of the National Writing Project. Uh, She's got her master's degree in reading. Um, And she is uh, just 
happy. Like you, you kind of summed her up earlier, and that is really is. You're gonna hear it in this episode. She touches on a lot of things. Uh, she talks about um, being a joy ambassador. Uh, I love her, and she's gonna explain what she means by this when you talk about scanning for the good. Uh, and then I really love her take on the new year, new me stuff, and uh, and and about the noise that we have in our lives. And I think she does some really cool stuff and talks about uh, it's just some awesome. You can take so much away from this episode and just have a like a happier outlook on things i think which is really really cool so anything you want people to grab no she's just fabulous make sure you go connect with her beyond this podcast because this should only be the beginning all right let's go into episode 139 with suzanne daly hey what's up it's jeff don't worry we're gonna get right back to the episode but i really want to check out and make sure that you are connected with us on social media ray and i and the entire teach better team want to connect with you we want to hear your stories we want to be a part of your journey we want to be there to support you in any way we can and we want to learn and grow with you so please connect with us everything we have is at teach better team and then of course make sure you connect with me at jeff gargas and ray at ray hewart let's get back to the episode all right, we're here. We are chatting with Suzanne Daly. And Suzanne, it's so awesome to have you on a podcast. We were just laughing about how we didn't have any technical issues because you spoke at the conference back in November. And prior to that, we tried to go live on Facebook together. And the world said, no, not going to happen. But here we are. Fingers here crossed. Are. Knock on Today wood. Today it says yes. You're still here. Super excited to kind of dive into your head and, and just talk all about uh, you know your your story and and your world of education and everything like that. But before we get too deep, let me ask you, how are you feeling right now? So great. And very grateful to be here. So thanks, guys. This is the best group of people to be talking with. I agree. Suzanne, I was so excited you were coming on the podcast because I feel like your energy just oozes out of you, even through an audio. So I was like, this is going to be an epic podcast recording because you just always have this energy that is going to come through so well through the speakers of everyone's car or cell phone. <laughs> well, thank you. And that was the really great part about the Teach Better Conference was that just about everybody there was oozing excitement and positivity mm. and energy. So this is just such a great community of professionals to collaborate with. So I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's so fun. Well, Suzanne, I want to kick off our recording by talking all about you. Obviously, Jeff and I were able to get to know you and I've loved our you know, relationship we've built since the conference. But would you mind telling all of our listeners a little about yourself? How do you describe yourself and answer that, that traditional question of what do you do? Well, I have the best job in the world. I am an instructional coach for about 600 of the greatest elementary school teachers on the planet. So we are part of the Central Buck School District and they're the third, we're the third, third largest school district in Pennsylvania. So we serve about 9,000 students at the elementary level. And so I do model lessons and workshops and co-plan and just help people when they're trying something new or maybe help them when the wheels are falling off. And I help them get it back on and keep things as well as they can be for teaching and learning. I love that. I have the, I have the best job in the world. I it's love it. It's the best. It really is. I get to connect people and I get to connect them with others or ideas, which is wonderful. I love when I get to say, you know, I saw this and I thought of you, or I read this and I thought of you. It's just the best part of my day. And um, I think people would, they, they would probably say I'm a joy junkie, but I prefer the term joy ambassador, right? I love to uh, help people scan for the good. And that's a, something that I try and do each and every day. And I'm just a really lucky and happy educator. 
Wow. I love you said scan for the good. That's awesome. I really enjoy that. That's what we do. That's great. I I'm going to, I'm going to push back just a little bit because I actually believe that I have the best job in the world because (laughs) I get to work with Ray Hewitt. Totally true. Uh, well, let me let me rephrase. I'm pretty sure I have the second best job in the world. I think Ray has the best job in the world. I don't. She gets to co-host my podcast. Nope, nope. Uh, I allow I allow her to be on here with me. <laughs> uh, I'll be a distant third. It's fine. <laughs> I love that. So so let's talk. I, I want to see if you can share a story with us um, about a time that you've had a struggle in your life, a, a challenge, a failure. Kind of take us there with you, Suzanne. Tell us like what happened, how to make you feel, how did you overcome that, and then what did you take away from that experience. Oh, I mean, we'll go there. I don't. I don't want to go there, but we're we're headed there. Um, and it's a professional challenge. So, a few years ago, at the elementary level, we decided to go with a standards based reporting system. So, I know some people just hearing that thought, "Oh no, here we go!" <laughs> right? Because it's a really big shift. It's a big shift philosophically. It's a big shift with a lot of logistics. Um, but we really believed that it was right for kids. So. To be a part of a leadership team where we were shepherding 600 teachers that would impact 9,000 kids was a really big undertaking. And what we realized was the rollout was not as thoughtfully planned out as possible, meaning that we didn't anticipate some of the pushback we would receive. Um, We didn't expect some of the logistical problems that was really impacting uh, teacher support. Um, and so it was a really, really tricky time. And so because I'm in all of our 15 elementary schools just about every day, um, walking up and down those hallways, I was in a particular school and thought, oh gosh, I just know that this teacher is going to pull me and say like, Suzanne, fix this, like make this better. This is too hard. This is too much. And I just had this moment of, wait a minute, during times of challenge and uncertainty that often come with new initiatives that we have to handle as teachers. I don't necessarily have to have all the answers and I don't necessarily need to believe that I can fix everything for everybody. But what I can do is be a role model of handling such a significant philosophical shift um, and some of the logistical changes that went along with that with optimism, right? But rational optimism <laughs> to, to, to acknowledge what the challenges were. Um, and from what we talked about at our mastery chat last night, some patience and perspective and a sense of humor that I can do. And that is a leadership skill that's transferable to any initiative, whether the rollout is clean and simple or as most of them are a bit rocky. So I didn't want to go back there with you, Jeff and Ray, but that is, that is where we were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went back there with us. Let's all right now. Let's go another where, another where, another where, another there, whatever. Um, let's flip it. Let's talk about a successful moment. So this can be something big or something small, but tell us what happened. Why was it a successful thing for you? And then what'd you take away from that experience? So one of the uh, biggest successes that we've had at the elementary level in the last couple of years is um, developing a whole new program for students called Quest. And Quest stands for questioning and understanding through engineering, science, and technology. So it's essentially a STEM program, which became a fifth special for our students. And it is not a prepackaged program. It's something that a small group of teachers, uh, we collaborated and created this program for our kids and got to pick and choose from lots of stuff that was out there, 
or we could really organically create some of the experiences we wanted our students to to experience. So we are in our fifth year right now. And so children who started in first grade are now leaving our elementary level as sixth graders. And to just see the the skill set that they have, the enthusiasm that they have, um, we're able to overtly talk about grit and determination and resiliency and failure, just as we're doing here today. And it's just so empowering to see the growth that that has had not only in the Quest classroom, but how those skills have been transferred into the general classroom as well. Gosh, that sounds like a great opportunity for school. Yeah. Oh, it was so great. Yes. Um, if anybody wants to learn more about it, uh, they can find information at, is it okay if I share that? Yeah. Where do we go? At um, cbsd.org slash quest. And you can kind of get a mountaintop view of our curriculum and what the progression of skills looks like, uh, grades one through six. I'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well. We'll link okay, to that. great. I'm Thank looking you. it up right now. Look, <laughs> she, yes, I knew yes, you yes. were. Here we That's go. That new computer. We're on these podcast recordings, and I'm like, oh, follow someone on Instagram? Well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Suzanne, something I've constantly loved uh, being in your bubble is being able to see not only your dedication to rigor and grit and content and doing what's best for students, but also trying to find that fit and flair to make it engaging and purposeful and um, like energized for a teacher. And so I don't quite know. And how do I phrase this? People ask me all the time, Ray, how do you stay so positive? And my answer is like, well, I love my job. And like for you, Suzanne, you are one of the only people in the world that I'm always looking at you like, why are you so positive? How do you keep this energy? Like, it's so fun to be able to see you, see you in your element. So if I had to ask you like, what fueled your fire, keeping you excited. I don't know what you're going to answer for this, but I'm really eager to hear it. So what keeps you excited about education these days? Thanks so much for saying all that, Bray. That's so kind. Um, I am really excited and grateful for the shift that we're having in terms of emotional wellness. Um, Certainly for our students, it's so needed and it's so, so important. But I love how some of the attention is also going on to the emotional wellness of teachers. Um, Because if we are not our best selves, we cannot serve the students in front of us as wholeheartedly as possible. So it's so exciting to me that there are, you know, books that have been released about uh, teacher happiness and well-being. And so many of those authors were at the conference. It was so nice to connect with them as well. So it's just that renewed um, focus and how, and it's certainly not to dismiss academic learning, but in fact, how it will strengthen the academic learning for our students. Yeah, so let's dive into that a little deeper. I mean, Suzanne, you just started a new blog series at teachbrother.com about this. So tell me, like, why was that so important? And what's your what's your vision for that? So I think it was a few days ago, right before Teach Happier was officially launched on New Year's Day, um, you had put up a quote that said, I wrote it down because it was so good. You don't have to be sunshine and roses every moment to be a phenomenal teacher, right? And, well, that's just not realistic, right? Nobody, including Suzanne in the bubble, is not rainbows and unicorns all day long, right? So it's really exciting because none of it's a secret, (laughs) and it's all based in science and positive psychology. So there's a lot of research out there that says no one needs to do a 180, right? And so this whole new year, new you kind of makes me crazy because there's no such thing as a new you, right? The the 180 just isn't realistic. But small shifts over a course of time, that's what makes the big 
measurable positive impacts. So my goal with Teach Happier is to to share those secrets. I I love reading about this. I love listening to podcasts about it. I, I really can't get enough learning about this, not only as a teacher, but as a mom. Um, so when I learn these new things, I get to share them now in the platform of Teach Happier, which is wonderful. Yeah, I was so excited. You just launched the first of that series on the first of the year, which I just thought was so timely. And I just thought that intro totally covered um, everything that you explained and more. So if you guys haven't gone check out that blog, I just think it was so well done. And I, I honestly cannot wait for the next one. So um, for all the things that you've been able to share, all the coaching you've been able to do for teachers and the support, whether it be you know in person or virtual, what kind of advice do you feel like a teacher needs to ensure that they are you know, maybe on the right path to teach happier or anything else that you feel like is so important for our progressive classrooms? Um, I think, and I don't know how realistic this is every day, but as often as we can, we can't silence the noise, but we can quiet the noise a little bit. There are just so many opinions coming at us as teachers from lots of different groups. (laughs) Um, and, and there's always just new things coming at us. And so if we're able to just quiet that down a little bit and anchor ourselves and and asking ourselves, is this good for kids? Is this going to positively impact teaching and learning? If the answer is yes to those, that's your next right thing. It's really hard and tricky sometimes to, to discern our next right thing when there's so much noise coming at us. So to really be anchored in what is our intention each day when we wake up and what's our intention at home, what's our intention in our classrooms, that's what's going to help us do right for the kids in front of us. And the way to help us is align ourselves with good people. That's it. It's really pretty simple. That part's easy. We can control that. Simple, but holy cow, is that powerful? I love the focus on just the small changes and uh, and, and then obviously the connection to the right people and align with the right people. Obviously, we believe in that. We're trying to do that a lot of ways, which why we align ourselves with people like you. Um, so I love that. So that is totally like from her blog that she wrote. Like, I'm totally having a moment here because I just read it the other day. (laughs) One of my favorite lines, though, that you said um, in this blog was, the glass is not half half full, and it's also not half empty. It's refillable. And it's like, what things you do to like fill Mm -hmm. back up your cup and like those small changes. I just love this whole concept because I think it's so easy for a teacher to say, oh, that's too much. And you have so many small little tips and tricks that how could you say no to something so small? You know what I mean? Thank you. Now, that, that quote's been floating around for a while, for, mm. and it's really attributed to, to no one but everyone at the same time. I love that So I, I certainly don't want to pretend that I created that, but we have a cup. <laughs> That's the whole point, right? We have a cup. So what are we going to do with that? There, there are positive psychologists say that 10% of our lives is predetermined. And we by predetermined, I mean we can't really control that, right? Um, I can't control that there's challenges my my child has. I can't control that I have parents who are are sick right now. Um, so that's that's ten percent, but that leaves ninety percent. You guys, like that's so thrilling. Um, so what do we do with that ninety percent? So what I'm hopeful of is when the um, at our at our next blog is at the very bottom of the blog. I am trying to play around with um, calling it small shifts big gifts. So what's the one small thing you can do today? For example, um, text somebody you haven't talked to in a little while and say, I've been thinking about you. How's it going? 
It's literally five seconds, and that is putting positivity into a neutral universe. And that's scientifically proven, guys, to come right back at us. It's great. Mm-hmm. That's ninety so percent to go do that right now. Text somebody right now. I love it. Yes. That. Yes. I, w- I will tell you. So Ray, we were talking earlier about our good friend yeah. Thomas C. Murray, and I how know awesome Tom. and how awesome Tom was the first time we saw. He was the first like keynote in a long time that got me to like sit up and pay attention. He did that. He made us all pull out our phone and text him. We haven't texted for a while. I texted my oldest friend in the world, who I knew when I was a little kid. And we just, you know, we just life and we don't live close to each other. And it had been like five, six years since we saw each other. And we went like a couple of weeks later, we had, we had lunch together and all this stuff. Like <clears throat> it's such a little thing, but the positive that comes out of it is, is really, really cool. So yeah, text someone you have. That's so that little shift. I love the little shift, big gifts. That's, that's awesome. I am so pumped up for the series now. I mean, that's I already so was, but like even more so at this point. So, and if there's um, anybody out who does workshops or trainings, um, as a district, we've started our work, every workshop, we start with some kind of positive something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really neat is then teachers are starting to replicate those ideas in their classrooms. And so mm-hmm. what's better than that to teach K-12 to students what that means to harness that 90%. So hopefully we're going to share all those ideas in upcoming blog posts. I love it. Good. All right. Now it's time to get serious. Do this. No more of this happier stuff. This right. is the serious part of the show down. here. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to do – and then I laugh. We're going to do the next six questions. Your goal is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? Uh, digital inking so that teachers can walk around, whether it's on an iPad or laptop. They're able to um, no longer have like a center of the classroom. Love it. What book are you reading right now? It's so good, you guys. I have it right here in front of me. It's called Unselfie, Why Empathetic Kids Succeed in an All-About-Me World by Dr. Michelle Borba. So good. That sounds really good. Uh, Who do we need to follow on Twitter or Instagram today? Uh, I mean, this group is so well-connected. I can't imagine sharing an idea that this learning community doesn't already know, but Teacher to Teacher and Behavior Flip. I'm really loving. Uh, What's a good YouTube channel or website for educators? All right. So if... Brene Brown needed a president of her fan club. That would be me. And she's got this great um, Daring Classrooms um, hub, she calls it. And it's uh, tools for us as teachers to use in our classrooms to teach kids about vulnerability, being wholehearted, having tough conversations. Amazing. Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. Yeah, here we go with Scan for the Good, Jeff. Daily gratitude Mm. and compliment somebody every day. Ooh, like kid, that. teacher, just give someone a genuine compliment. Um, and then if, if you're really feeling something, maybe every month, what I've tried to do is use your gift, but outside of your comfort zone. So do something you do really well, but outside your comfort zone. Kind of like what I'm doing right now, right? This is out of my comfort zone, you guys. It's great. And lastly, give us the best piece of advice you've ever received. My parents, they always said, Suzanne, there is no secret to life. The secret to life, we're going to tell you right now, surround yourself with good people. That is it. You love people, you do good things. You love them like crazy, and it's going to set you up with the environment you need to succeed, to thrive, to fail and be supported. Surround yourself with good people. That's it. I love that. That's powerful. I, I, I don't remember a day that I didn't know the secret to life. They've said it to me for, well, now 40 years. There you go. <laughs> 
I think mm-hmm. it's absolutely true. You have to surround yourself by the, with the right people because it's amazing the type of impact you can make when you have the right coaches and cheerleaders like by your side. Yeah, that's your 90%, right? Who, who are you choosing to surround yourself with? And Suzanne, I have to tell you, I don't know that this is considered out of your comfort zone. You're like a natural on a podcast recording. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Uh, do you, are you looking to host a podcast? I'm looking for a new co-host. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse us, Jeff. We have some things to talk yeah. about. That <laughs> uh, doesn't surprise me. Um, I do all the work, Suzanne. So all you have to do is like be on the recording and look pretty. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Suzanne, uh. I do want to make sure all of our listeners are able to connect with you. And obviously they're going to go read Teach Happier, which is going to be a huge part of everyone's monthly read as that blog is published. But would you mind sharing how they can stay connected? Maybe your Twitter handle? Yep. My Twitter handle is at Daily Suzanne. And I'm looking forward to hosting a mastery chat on Thursday, January 16th. Ooh, how exciting. Yeah, We're going to have a blast, you guys. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, and you know, you can find all the links, all the resources, everything we talked about in this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as those really important links for connecting with Suzanne and checking out her awesome new series over in our blog as well. So everything's over at teachbetter.com. Uh, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and a review, we'd really appreciate that as well. And let's take this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and share this podcast with them. Suzanne, this was awesome. Uh, I am with Ray 100%. I don't, it does not feel like this is out of your comfort zone. You're awesome at it. So that's great. So excited about your series over at teachbetter.com and just everything and just being connected with you in general. Really appreciate you coming on and giving us some of your time and having some fun with us. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And until next time, let's get out there and let's teach better. 